0: You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Welcome to this episode. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. My guest today is Annette Timmons. Welcome, Annette. Hi, Bernie. How are you today? Doing great. Looking forward to our conversation. You know, Annette, you have been in the BPO industry for more than 25 years, and you recently joined i as Vice President of Business Development. And uh, we're going we're to get to why you joined i but I want to really unpack your career journey in the BPO industry. So, I want to start our conversation with this question: What is it about the BPO industry that you just love so much?
1: Hmm. Now that's a good question, but I'm first going to answer the question: Why am I in sales in the BPO industry? Because they're they're actually very similar. I I love meeting people. I love helping people um, with their problems and create solutions. And I think that's what exactly what the BPO industry does. Uh, for consumers and businesses, I mean, think of it: um, when you have to uh, purchase a product, or you have a problem on your computer, or you're looking for your copay uh, with your health plan, what do you do? You call people like us at ICOR and our agents, and they help you with your your answers or making uh, a product sale or a service. So, I think it goes back to liking people and helping people. And I think if you're in this industry, uh, and you're on the phones or if you're selling like me you really have to like people
0: yeah i agree i love what you said about um solving problems and really helping people and and that's why you've been in sales in the bpo industry yeah. for all these years now you have you must have seen a lot of changes in the bpo
1: industry
0: well 25 years in the yeah, industry
1: it's a long time.
0: yeah And especially in this modern age, I mean, things can change so rapidly just in the span of five years. And you've been in the industry for 25. How have you seen the BPO industry evolve over the last 25 years?
1: So interestingly enough, it has stayed the same. And there have been different technologies, which I think have changed the industry. But there are a few different things. So uh, back when I started off in the industry 25 plus years ago, uh, I was with a small company. Uh, we eventually went um, went public. But at the time, we had call centers in the U.S. and we were looking really to uh, figure out ways to cut our costs down and cut our costs down for our clients, frankly. Because if we charged a high price and they paid it, that would be great. But not all clients are willing to do that. So we, we looked offshore and we started looking in the Philippines and even Canada because at the time, the exchange rate was great. So I do think locations um, other than just within the United States to help with labor arbitrage uh, happened back then. Um, Maybe the locations were a little different. Maybe now it's South Africa or like us in Trinidad, at i Trinidad. Back then, we were starting Canada slowly uh, moving towards the Philippines. So definitely labor arbitrage uh, for different locations and, and actually languages as well was one big thing. Of course, some um, training has changed a lot. Think of um, you know how you were in a classroom years ago. Uh, teacher up front, same thing in the call center industry, in the contact center industry. Uh, there's a teacher, uh, they had a lot of papers in front of them. The agents had binders that were this big and that's all been automated. But not only that, uh, there are training simulations, there's e-learning. Um, and now everything is done online and done remotely, frankly, and uh, it's much more um, uh, intuitive for the agents and they can do it at their own pace, off hours. So I think that's a big change as well. And then, of course, technology. Uh, think of the technology back then, 25 years ago. On yeah. a call center industry, we were automating workflows, automating the CRM you know, going from the binders and the spreadsheets so that reporting could be done automatically and you wouldn't have to create a report every day. Well, what's happened now, we're still automating, but the workflows and the uh, websites and the knowledge bases are uh, being driven by uh, artificial intelligence or driven by analytics. So everything is definitely still in the automation stream, but the type of automation has changed pretty dramatically. And now we're talking about not just reducing handle time, but call deflection um, uh, for AI. And then of course, with speech analytics like iCore has, um, you know, reducing, you know, errors and getting your CSAT up through automation. So those are, I think, some of the bigger changes.
0: And those are a lot of changes. And it really, it provides a lot of a lot more choices, a lot more options for our clients. And uh, as you point out, it just gives us an opportunity to serve them. Tell That's me, Annette, what is it about the current state of the BPO industry that really excites you the most?
1: Well, there, there are really a few things. Um, it is going into these different countries that either have English as a first language or, um, or have some other language capability and cultural affinity. Again, I mentioned Trinidad with us. I mean, I I didn't know about this Trinidad. It's an English-speaking country. They have a great cultural affinity to us. And, you know, we have thousands of agents there doing well. So uh, that definitely Spanish-speaking and different languages, whether you're in Europe or the Asian languages in China, um, it's nice to be able to communicate with your customers in the language that they prefer. And then, of course, you know, AI is just revolutionizing the industry. Uh, so many clients are incorporating that into their processes. And actually, a lot of our clients incorporate it into the RFPs that we get. They want to know at the end of the day, how are you going to save us money through artificial intelligence? How are you going to make the calls better? And we're doing that. And I, I think that's a really exciting part of the industry.
0: Some of the things you've mentioned, Annette, um Regionality, technology, etc. We're going to be covering quite a bit of those topics on the Digital Irresistible podcast. Right. So, thank you for planning those for our <laughs> viewers and our listeners.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Annette, we are thrilled to have you here at ICOR. Tell, tell us why did you join ICOR?
1: I, you know, it's really a couple different things. The first thing is a friend of mine who I worked with at my the first company, the BPO industry. Uh actually recommended me to the company a couple of years ago. He's been here for about eight years and he's just a really fun, relaxed guy. And I'm not always relaxed. I, I can be a lot of fun, but I'm not always relaxed. I'm that type A personality. I make my list. I check things off. And he was always the, the fun guy and he's been so successful here at i And And uh, he connected me with my manager now and both of them are just these great guys so professional, but a lot of fun and relaxed. And I feel like the last few years, I've I've been with companies that have been, I wouldn't say uptight, but they've been so buttoned down that there's no time for, you know, a culture of just, you know, having, not, not really just having a good time. Irresistible people. Yeah, it's just, you know, they're not these talking heads or these cardboard cutouts. They're real people who you enjoy talking to and interacting with, and they make you want to be at work every day. So it's that that culture is really the the main thing that attracted me to the company. But also, uh, we have over 50 call centers right now uh, in the company. And we have, I think, around 25 in the United States. There aren't many companies that have that many sites left in the US. There can be a lot of um, higher wages because of all the minimum wage pressures. But you know ICOR has decided to stay in the U.S and make it work, and we're making it work, and I think having a, a really solid U.S. option, along with nearshore and offshore options in the Philippines and Trinidad and, and soon to be uh, Central America, um, is makes our clients feel comfortable that no matter what happens, uh, they could always bring their work back home. So I, I think that's a, another great attribute that ICoR has.
0: Yeah, and the way that I sort of interpret a part of what you just said there is that, again, there's just lots of lot more options for our clients based on, Abs- again, absolutely. the regionality and the technology as well.
1: Yeah, you, you just, you don't know what um, what's going to happen in the future with legislation. And when you team up our great call center locations with the technology, like our speech analytics and the AI to help deflect calls and really automate the workflows, I think the package altogether um, really attracted me, and also that it's a, a medium-sized firm. I mean, it's it's we're not too big, we're not too small, we have all the capabilities that you want, and that really makes us agile and flexible and can really give you a great price and a, and a great product.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Well, again, we're thrilled to have you. And Thank so you. before we sign off here, I want to ask you really my favorite question, and that is, Annette, when you're not working, what do you like to do for fun?
1: <laughs> well, I can't tell you everything on the podcast that I do <laughs> for fun. But um, I, you know, I live with my family in the Pennsylvania suburbs, and um, uh, uh, we like to do a lot of charity work as a group. Uh, Cradles to Crayons is a, is a big charity that we all go and we volunteer We sort clothes for kids. We fill backpacks for the school year. So that's something that we've done for the last few years. And uh, I'm also a big fan of animals. I have my dog Finn sitting with me here somewhere. He's being very good today. He's a, he's a rescue. I used to do pet visitation before um, before I had the kids. And I'd like to get back to some of that once they go to college. And the last, uh, this year and probably next year, uh, since my kids are in high school, we'll be spending a lot of time visiting colleges and doing things like that. But other than that, I um, also love to play tennis. And I'm a, um, on the uh, adult competition committee for the United States Tennis Association, USCA. And uh, that's, uh, you know, that's become a big part of my life as well. So very full.
0: Sounds like a full, full life uh, outside okay. of work. I love the fact that you, you list charity as part of what you do for fun. You obviously well, get a lot course. of
1: satisfaction of course, yeah. out of that. Uh, well, first of all, like I said, I love animals. So anything I could do um, to help pets and play with pets and take them on the beach, take them for walks. I mean, to me, that's uh, that's awesome. But also with cradles to crayons, you know, when you're doing things with your family and your kids are off of their computers and enjoying themselves, you know, doing things for other people, I, that, how does it get better than that?
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, and I know that I can speak for everyone at I-Corps to just say that we're thrilled to have you just – Thank you for joining me here today to share your backstory, your experience in the BPO industry, and really to, to officially welcome you to i So thank you so much for taking your time to be here today.
1: Bernie, thank you so much as well. Um, love talking so and love doing the podcast and good luck with your future podcasts.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.